If you're an average player, you want to be left alone, right? Because you want to be able to slide by. If you're a good player, you want to be coached. If you're a great player, you want the coach to tell you the truth every day. Did I hustle on that play? Did I make the right read? Did I play the guy with the right leverage? You want to know every play. Because you know why? They want to be perfect. Everybody here makes a choice to do one of those three things. Welcome to the GOAT Consulting Podcast, a podcast dedicated to people striving to be a GOAT, the greatest of all time, serving it up in a way that you can get it in all stages of life. Hey, I'm Colby Jubinville, and welcome to another episode of the GOAT Consulting Podcast right here in VCE Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. Always at the table, a little long ride today from Murfreesboro up here. Got a lot of good ideas together is Tyler Burnett. Tyler is the founder and CEO of the GOAT Family of Brands. The Empire. And the Goat Empire. Tyler, we're glad you're here today. Hey, so glad we can make it on time today. <laughs> Got to ride up in the Sprinter and share ideas. Yeah, you did. It was a lot of fun. We need to get a camera in there as well. To the left, wearing a t-shirt today that says Home Team, which I think is going to have some or the home team. Some importance and significance a little bit later in the show. Yes. But uh, from Brentwood, Tennessee, we call him the LinkedIn Whisperer. He is the calming force to the show. Uh, John Byers. John, I got your first name and last name. Welcome to the show. That's a very special day. <laughs> Can I just say something real quick? I don't want to, I guess I do want to derail you for just a second. A lot of people <laughs> ask me about the podcast, like, why is it called the Goat Consulting Podcast? Yeah. And which is a great question, folks. So if you're wondering that, here here is the answer. Okay. We would have named it the Goat Podcast, but that already exists because a guy teaches people how to raise goats. <laughs> and he calls it the Goat Podcast. So we had to insert a different word, hence Goat Consulting Podcast. So well, and, and the vision, you know. the vision too, and I, I want to listen to that. When you get a chance, send me that link. But, but the vision, too, <laughs> is, that, is that we all enjoy working together and that at some point in our careers, you and I have done some consulting together. And, yeah. and from day one, we talked about doing some consulting together, and we're about to do that. And one of the coolest parts about that is when I was talking to the guy, about why we like to do the consulting, here's what I said. There is no greater feeling in the world than working with people who want to build vehicles that help other people win. And when we go out to look and consult with other people, we look at and find people that have that same mindset that you have, that same mindset that John Floyd has about not only winning for himself, but helping impact employees and the world. Absolutely. In a powerful way. Yeah, and getting the right team together to do it. Hence the, the, home the shirt, the, the home, home team, team, which Dev Digital, by the way, our good friends, yeah. are in the loving bosom Always. of the, the, they goat are, they are consulting, the, the Goat Consulting Podcast. So many things tied Thanks together to there. Friends, you know, we serve it up in a way that you can get it. Maybe you don't know that, but we do. In our 20s, they teach us to get in the game. In our 30s, they teach us to move up in the game. In our 40s, unless you're Tyler, you stay in the game because those 30-year-olds are so damn good. You ask yourself, how can I do it? In our 50s, you say, what is it that I really want? I think everybody at the table from an early age said, this is what I really want. Got clarity along the way and going to get it and do it every day. And that's the yep. birth. That's the birthplace of this podcast. The other part that makes it so cool, it is the GOAT, the greatest of all time. Great story behind that. He's got a clothing line to prove it. But in sports, it's easy to see. It's people that, that are known for their contribution, what they do yes. elevates not only them, but the play around them. But in business, it's a little bit more difficult to see. It's people that compete on perspective, education, and experience, unique perspective, education, experience. What they do gives them energy. It gives other people energy, creates new levels of challenge and new levels of opportunity. And that brings us right to this moment today. And we've had we a little are. bit today with the traffic along the way, the rain. I can't stand it. 
when I get water on your glasses, on my glasses, <laughs> on my glasses, I can't stand it when I get water on. If I'm working out, I'm cool with water. I'm cool with rain. If I'm speaking, if I'm consulting, if I'm working, water on me just just creates <laughs> t- creates tension. Hits. Have you ever known somebody that loves to go on a speaking gig wet in their clothes? Like I don't know. Of course, Michael, um, Michael Phelps. We wouldn't like that. Hey, welcome to the show. So today's episode is called Tension. It's what tears us apart and holds us together. And, John, this was something that um, that you really felt compelled to, to yeah. dive into. And and um, I know that you you like – you handle tension and conflict different than most people that I've ever met. And so – Really unwell. Is that the point <laughs> of that? <laughs> yeah. Actually, I was going to say in a very calm – and forceful way. That's why we call calm you the, and forceful. the common okay. force. Calm and forceful. So I, as I think about tension in this last year, so I guess I'll hand it over to you. Go ahead. Well, thank you for that. Um, that was that was well. That was a good intro. As I think about tension over this past year, I mean, there has been plenty of it, right? I oh, mean, yeah. From a social standpoint, from a physical standpoint. From a political standpoint, I mean, material standpoint, levels of tension we've never experienced before. I mean, divorce rates up, businesses closing and struggling is up more than it's ever been. I mean, the political climate is at a place it's never, and at the foundation of all of that is tension. Yeah. And so it got me thinking about we need to talk about that. At least I want to talk about it. I'm glad you do. And one of my favorite quotes is, it's in the tension of the chord that beautiful music is made. Mm. And I called my good friend Tyler Flowers to talk to him about this. I said, Tyler, he's a musician, and he's phenomenal, so great, listens to the show sometimes, I think. And I said, Tyler, is that true? And tell me about that. Tell me about the tension in the chord. And he said, you know, music is about tension and release. Wow. He said, the greater the tension, the greater the payoff. I said, what are we talking about here? Because I kind of like where you're going with that. But back to this episode, right? There's where there is tension, there needs to be release. (laughs) I'm glad you picked that up on that finally. (laughs) Wow. Well, I mean, the very first thing that I wrote down for today's discussion was sexual tension, but I didn't know that that's where we were going to go straight to it. With but. sexual tension, we have <laughs> sexual healing. About- Marvin Gaye, <laughs> he sang about that. It's, it's that's a, one of your goats. He is a goat. You know, goat show. It, it's so true, and, and thank you. I, I, do I know Tyler? I think you do. Yeah. Super guy. Super. He's a musician? He is. Amazing. Hmm. Check him out, Tyler Flowers Music. I will. Com, I will Spotify, wherever you listen. Here's what I wrote podcast. down. I didn't know that. I don't think I've met him. I want to meet him. I think when I think about tension, the first thing that I think about is that in any relationship, the reason that you have tension in any relationship is that there's a breakdown in expectation. To me, mm. expectation, communication. That's yeah. what leads to, but even before communication, you have in your mind expectations for our relationship. Mm -hmm. If I don't meet them and vice versa. Tension. Tension. So can we all agree that fundamentally at a fundamental level that in relationships, when expectations aren't met, 
that's what starts to create tension. For example. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. In romantic relationships, especially with people that you say, this is the love of my life. This is the person that I'm supposed to be with. That puts serious pressure. A lot of pressure. And tension. When you're, when you're known as, and the story is, Tyler was the person I'm supposed to be with. Colby is the person I'm supposed to be with. John is the person that I'm supposed to be with. That even escalates, multiplies yeah. the tension level even more. And so here's what I put in the notes. Here's what I put in my notes. What happens when things start to tumble is when the dreams and the goals in that kind of relationship are not met. You know, it's. It, I love that you went there because, ironically enough, Vanessa and I were talking, and I oftentimes will get her feedback on our episodes, and I said, tell me what you think about this. And we had a pretty tense conversation around <laughs> tension because I'm looking at this thing, and tension is good when we lean into it, when we ask the right questions. I have some more thoughts on that as we get to yeah. the practical piece, which comes straight from what you just talked about. And we had this really tense, and her view is tension is bad. Like, And sometimes you, John, create it when it's unnecessary. And that's that was her <laughs> thought around it, right? But one of the other things that she said is she said, uh, you know, when I think about tension, uh, I think about uh, a tightrope walker. Mm-hmm. And if there's not enough tension in the line, they're going to fall to their death. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And how true. And I said, you know, so we had this dialogue around. It was really it's interesting. It's the reason that I don't do that and never even consider that as an occupation. Well, yeah. But you think about, like, that tight roping doesn't work without tension. Yeah. Neither does beautiful music. That's, that's true. That's true. So, so we need to share a goat. Yes, we, we do. But but in those relations, I think, you know, you know, you always want to keep it practical, right? Mm-hmm. That's one of the things we say. So the most practical thing that, that I, in, in preparing for the show, was that there is a direct relationship, correlation between um, expectations and tension. Mm-hmm. And so what, what's the, what's the takeaway? What's the takeaway for the audience? Clear expectations in every relationship. And, and I sometimes am not good about that. Sometimes I move into a place where I think everything's moving exactly the way that it needs to move. And, and one of the things that you're really good about and you're going to talk about in these episodes today is how you lean in and ask questions to meet those expectations. Yeah, and I think we need to follow up on that uh, on, on the, this particular topic after we share a goat, because I'm really excited about this goat. And for me, it kind of frames, it frames the, the rest of the conversation for me. <laughs> Are you wanting to go hey, first? Take the floor, buddy. <laughs> you wanting to go first? No, no, no. I just, I, I 100% agree with what you're saying. I mean, that's what we talk about all the time with employees, right? Yeah. Clear expectations and resources to achieve them. Yeah. It's like Sarah and I were talking about. I get really frustrated when she doesn't answer the phone. Okay. Because if I'm calling her, it's not it, just to say, "Hey, <laughs> how are you?" You know, it's. I needed to ask you a quick question, and I got three minutes to ask yeah. you what's going on. Or so we here's got a take, we here's got a takeaway for Tyler. Hey. You got to call Sarah and say, "Hey, how are you?" No, that's the only reason I was calling. No, I love you. <laughs> That's a takeaway from No, you. no, no. That's, that's, she has clear expectations that that's not what's going to happen. With four kids 
and three businesses are too much going on. So yeah, that's just good. To, just trying to, there's some just tension to help. going on but here. Is no, this, is no, there's no tension. But so this weekend. <laughs> I'm sorry, finish it. This weekend. As he points to you. As he points at you. I'm not pointing at him. <laughs> that's like, Katie, you're going to do this. <laughs> so this weekend, I said, you know what? We're going to go get you a new Apple Watch. There you go. So, hey, clear expectations, answer the phone. <laughs> Resources to achieve them. You got the, the cell phone. You got the AirPods now. You got the Apple Watch. There's no way you can miss the call. There, you should. And then she won't wear a watch. I'm like, why do you not have your watch on? She's like, it didn't work. So we went and got a new one. Because you don't you know? just call to say, hey, you're awesome. That's it. I mean, Try I'll to. text that. I'll text that. <laughs> Love you, babe. You're Trying awesome. To help. So here's my goat. I'm going to text that right now. Here, while here is my goat. And I, I don't know if I'm going to share the goat first or well, – I'm going to share. I'm going to share. Uh, uh, what am I going to do? Okay. I'm going to share what I wrote from the goat first. And oh, wow. then you will know the goat, but I'm going to share it after. So, All right. what if tension is the yellow brick road we have to walk to get to the Oz of relationships? Oh, gosh. And my goat, if you might guess, it's is the, the Wizard of Oz. One, it, Google it. Put it in any search engine, anything you ever read. After it says The Wizard of Oz, it will say one of the greatest movies of all time. No doubt. I mean, they are literally the goat. And as you think about The Wizard of Oz, what happens, all the different metaphors and analogies that have been played out over the years from this great, great movie. Mm -hmm. And our three-year-old daughter loves it as much as I probably loved it when I was three. I mean, it's fascinating how it holds our attention in that way. But the whole movie is about tension, right? Something we don't have, something we want, banding together to achieve something, to go and face this big scary thing who's not so scary after he comes out of the curtain, right? You are in the like, zone today. The Wizard of Oz is the GOAT, and again, that will frame the rest of the practical takeaways for me. Wizard that, of Oz. So what if the Yellow Brick Road is the tension that we have to walk on? What if tension is... The yellow brick road we have to walk on to get to the eyes of relationships. Really good. In business, life, parenting, marriage. Whew, I'm following the red brick road in parenting right now. I need some calming force in my life. The red, the red brick road. <laughs> the red brick road. Yeah, it's not yellow. It's not all pretty and sunny. And <laughs> it's not all gold. It's the yellow brick road. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a movie, too. Okay. But I came up from a, oh, from a different perspective. Um Ironically, it's a movie as well, uh, and I will say to the to the audience that where do you, where can you listen to this show? You always talk about the play. Where do you listen to it? You know, the real question is where can't you listen to this show? <laughs> it is and it is want... Spotify. It is it's international. It is it is Podbean and yeah. Pocket Cast and Apple and yeah YouTube. We're all over the planet. I like YouTube. I just like to see y'all smiling faces and and the guys at VC do such a great job. My my goat. For today, for tension, is the movie Jaws. Oh, that music that, that is music. full of tension, isn't it? I, cr I I used to run to my dad as a little boy because I was so yes. worried. And then after after I watched that movie for probably three summers, I would only get so far into the Gulf of Mexico yeah. because I knew that that Jaws was out there. Done, done. Yeah, whatever I want to create, dun, dun. like tension in the room with the kids when they were growing up, I would always do, dun, 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 <laughs> and they just terrified, yeah. right? Yeah. But, I, really, but ironically, ironically, 
what happens in the movie? The town comes together. The sheriff takes on Jaws. They blow him up. You have have you watched Jaws? Be, tell the truth. Long time ago. Okay, I've watched it once. Okay, I'm I just probably, remember I'm not a movie guy. I know I've I probably watched it twenty times, and then they blow him up and win. And yeah. so what tore Until him Jaws apart? Too, yes. <laughs> True. What tore him apart brought them back together and was good enough to have a sequel. Yeah. Yes, that a sequel from it, and I think we is there say a this, sequel to the Wizard of Oz? I think we could say the same thing about the Wizard of Oz, and now you've got Wicked, that's one of the most successful ah, shows on Broadway. Very good, prequel, very good. not sequel. Very good, very good. But a brilliant. You said you were going to bring your A game. Today. A brilliant show, and it's full of tension. Yes, and there's all kinds of tension. We talked about sexual tension. There's parenting tension. There's social tension. There's Family tension, there's separation tension, and all these things tear us apart and bring us together. So if that's true, and I be, and I think it, I believe it is. It it can tear us apart and it brings us back together. So that leads us into the practical. So how? And I think tension is a guide for the path that's calling us. Tension is a guide for, like, when we think about, okay, what path do I need to go down? We can always go the easier route. Yeah. Right? But tension is the only way to better sometimes. It's the only way to better in life, business, and relationships. Well, if not, you just fade away and you lose the tension. It just, you know, you drift apart from each other. If you're not willing to have that difficult conversation from time to time. I was telling Colby on the way up here, I used to have a landscaper I worked with often. And initially, he's really what helped me get into the commercial space and didn't want to have that difficult conversation. But eventually when I did, it didn't help our relationship. I was hoping that it would, but he can, I, I, let him, I finally let him know what was bothering me, what was creating tension and what I couldn't do. And when he could not meet and understand what I was trying to say to him, I knew the relationship was just gone. Yeah. But then I had the same kind of thing with an architect and we got deep in the weeds with some stuff, and you know, I explained that I wanted to be his turf resource, and let let me be the turf guy that guides you. And the first project I did, he didn't listen to me, but he didn't know me from Adam yet, so I understand. But we get done with the project, and he says, "Man, I wish I really should have listened to you." And moving forward, I want us to meet before before the drawings are finalized, and I want you to tell me exactly what you would do. And now, every time he draws a big commercial job. We get in a room together with his team, and he literally lets me write the specs on the job from what the drainage looks like and the grade and what kind of rock we use and what kind of turf we use, like the whole the whole spec of, of the turf install. And so the tension we had there and that tough conversation brought us so close together. And I think sometimes it brings you really close together, and sometimes it lets you realize where you both stand. And me and Colby talked about this too. Constantly what I have to ask myself is, what business am I in? Am I in, and what business should I be in? Yeah. And then part of that is what customers should I have? And when I realize when we have a tension that can't be fixed or we can't get on the same page, sometimes they're just better off not being a customer. And I love that because what I think tension tension requires something of us. Sometimes it's walking away mm-hmm. from the tension. 
Sometimes it's relaxing through the tension and letting things go. Sometimes it's leaning in and having hard conversations to get on the other side of tension in that way. But bottom line is tension requires something of us. As I think about, you know, I ride my bike a lot on the road. The, the more tension in the gear, the more progression that I make. Yeah. yeah. The more tension in the gear, the more progression. And I think it requires a response in life and in relationships. And I and think if you really want to work, you got to put your guard down with the tension. I think that's the hardest thing for especially men that are competitive to yeah, do. for your guy that, to come back and say, gosh, I should have listened to you. That takes a lot. Oh, for sure. Because he could have sat in that and been like, well, it's somebody else's expert, fault yeah. or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But he didn't. He he leaned into that. So that, let's think about practicals, right? Like, So we're talking about some practicals here. There's a couple of things I wrote down. Lean in, right? And, mm-hmm. and, I, and I wrote it like this. I think Brene Brown said something like this before, but it's hard to hate someone up close. Right, so you think about as I think about the Wizard of Oz, like this was this big scary guy held a lot of tension for everybody. They, sh- you know, they shake around him. Right, they're scared, and then you get behind the curtain. He's this big goofy guy, and they all connect with. Yeah, it's hard to hate somebody up close on both sides. So we got to lean into that tension. We got to have the conversation, and we got to ask the questions that we're scared to ask. And for me, that a lot of times starts with what's what part have I played? What part have I played in this tension, right? Or, or how have I screwed up our relationship? And that, that question looks different whether you're talking to your kids, whether you're talking to your spouse, your colleagues at work, a potential client. I mean, we've got to ask the questions that we may be afraid to hear the answer. But that's how we cut through that tension. I think that's when I think about, you know, we, I joke a little bit saying the calming force but I think that crystallizes what the calming force is. The calming force to me is you being able to step in in the middle of that tension to ask that question to get to a better place. Mm. It builds a relationship. That builds a relationship. I think that's the calming force. How can you truce, How can you truly know somebody and understand what somebody wants at a surface level? And if you ask easy questions and what everybody else asks, you're just going to constantly stay surface level. Yeah. Instead of finding out what truly somebody needs, because we all need something yeah, from someone in all different areas. And if you don't know how to have something beyond a surface conversation and ask a tough question, you'll never know. Well, and I think the biggest thing we need yeah. is to tie what you just said and, and Colby, what you said earlier, with the biggest thing we need is those expectations to be known and to be heard. Yeah. Like, I think that that creates a place in relationships. And I, I think one of the things I ask my, my wife and my kids, probably not enough as they, would, they might share, is I know I'm hard to live with sometimes. How have I been hard to live with lately? You say right? that? Yeah. And what kind of responses Whew. do you get? I mean, not ones that I'm willing to share. You put your guard down on on this <laughs> podcast, but but so well for one of the answers that I get right is like Vanessa says. Oftentimes, look like you just got to be. You're hard because when you get home, it's like things get tense because you're like, hey, we got to do this, or can you do this, or you're asking people to do stuff. Just be. Yeah. You know, she oftentimes will tell me, be in relationship with the kids and stop parenting for a while. And that's hard for me. Whew, oh, yeah. Me too. We and did that last and night. And she's so right. And it's still hard. I don't know why. I, I struggle with it 
big time. I, I struggle with just letting the guard down and just having a relationship. Last night, Sarah's like, we got two girls coming over tonight. And I'm like, well, four is not enough. I guess we just need two more. And she's like, it's Ooh. summer. <laughs> she's like, it's summer. And I'm like, yeah. Man after my own heart. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I get it. But four is enough. Five with you. And I she's like, the- honey, it's summer. Let the kids be kids. Yeah, and it's hard. So – we had to go pick up the Sprinter yesterday. We went and picked it up, and I, I we put all the kids in the Sprinter, and we we drove out to a lot. We're closing on Friday, and the Sprinter makes the an kids appearance run. on every episode now. Oh, it has to be. It has to be. Yeah, but yeah, it's nice. So we pick them up, and and uh, the partition kind of separates the front from the back, <laughs> and um, the kids are you know they're singing the songs and stuff, and I'm like, you put that damn partition up. <laughs> And she's like, can you just let the kids have fun? Yeah. Well, I mean, and I don't know I, why I'm so I, serious. I no, wish I, I could it. just put the guard you, down. I, I wish I could just. I totally get it. I wish at 6 o'clock I could just throw the guard off of me and let it let it be. You even got a water park theme for the Sprinter. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. We, we, I just have to. I wish I could just really let go of the guard. I don't know what it's going to take. Maybe it's just age. Well, here, here. But, you know, I was thinking about something. Age. I was thinking about something that you were talking about. And you were talking about kind of communication. I think it's only going to become more challenging because the way the we talk about the 20s, the 30s, the 40s, and 50s, right? Yeah. Well, if you think about so much of the world is revolved around TikTok and Instagram. And, yeah. and I, think, I think these tough conversations, people are going to continue to run from them. Yeah. Because they're not used to having conversations like this. Got to lean in. And it's going to be... It's going to, you know, it's going to, like everything else, it's constantly going to evolve over the next 10 years, 20 yeah. years, 30 years. But it's going to be interesting to see how business continues to evolve over the years with, with the way kids are growing up through high school and college. And mm-hmm. it, I know that's a that's a long conversation. Well, but. I, I got into a phone call yesterday with a guy that called, that was having a conversation with somebody. His kids play baseball together. And, and the guy that I've helped said, man, I've been right where you are. And you need to call Colby because he can help you walk through this and walk out of the pain that you're in. And what I love about that conversation is he was willing to sit in that with him and listen to it. And it's business stuff. I mean, his business is overwhelming his life. Yeah. And you're going to be a part of helping me figure that out with him and the single ops episode and the growth that you've had and how you use technology to do it. But leaning in with people is a critical piece to it. I want to wrap it up with this. Yeah. Dinah Shore said this, trouble is part of your life. And if you don't share it, you don't give the person who loves you enough chance to love you enough. Mm. Wow. And I think that's that's part of it. You know, sitting in that moment with your kids. Don't parent right now. Just sit in a relationship mm. with them. Listen to what's really going on. I love it. Be in the sprinter. Eat ice cream. Spend some time. <laughs> Keep the partition down. Keep <laughs> the partition down. Let them sing and scream. <laughs> and everything else women do. Kids, <laughs> girls do. Because you know because you know that it's summer. And, and so for John Byers and for Tyler Burnett and for everybody that's going to be on the Sprinter at some point in the future, yes. I'm Colby Jubinville. This is the Go Consulting Podcast. Oh.